Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, this is Dallas Dwight from the LA Maybe, and you're listening to the Shout It Out Loud cast with Tom and Zeus. That's right. We're back with a happy new year edition of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table and the table gets smashed. It's January 1st, 2024, and here we are, Zeus, with another one of our favorite recurring topics on Dorm Damage. What are we doing this week? Yeah, we're doing uh, something that we we like, and that is the three from three. Three artists, three songs. A certain era. We're doing the 90s. We didn't get to the 90s yet. So we're doing the 1990s. And when you think of the 90s, think of Akeem. I was, I was just going to say, you can't say that without it. I know, I know. But uh, what we're going to do is we're going to hit the grunge era. And we're going with the big three. We're going to go Nirvana, Alice in Chains, and Pearl Jam. Three songs from each band. And then in the end, we're going to rank them and see which ones we like the most. Yeah, we're doing our big three, because I know there's a lot of people out there that might put Soundgarden in the big three, that might put Stone Temple Pilots in the big three, but Zeus and I kind of consensus agreement that these are our big three. Yes. So let's start this thing off. I'm going to start with Pearl Jam, Tom. All right. And Pearl Jam's big three. Now, with Pearl Jam, I I like some of their stuff after the first couple albums a song here and there. But if I go with what's really the song, if I have, if I'm driving in a car and I want to hear a specific, you know, rocking Pearl Jam song, these are the songs that I would take. Okay. Mm -hmm. First song I'm going to take. I know it's cliche, but it's cliche for a reason. And that's why they, these songs sometimes make these lists and that's even flow. Just right out of the gate, kick-ass song. This is the song that introduced Pearl Jam to me and most people, and it just rocks. The guitar on it is fucking incredible. And, uh, yeah, we don't know what Eddie's saying, but it sounds good. (laughs) We could could play that Adam Sandler clip from Saturday Night Live. (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. But got to give it credit. Next, I'm going to go with the song that I think when we did the album review for this album, I put as number one. Mm-hmm. And that is Porch. Yes. Fucking love it. The unplugged version of it is incredible when he just goes nuts when he hits those last verses. Mm-hmm. And the. Uh, just and to me and, and to me the un, the unplugged version of that it's fucking off the chains especially the end when he just really has like a fit yes yeah. and uh that's the thing we used to love about pearl jam is eddie used to be so passionate and this and that now he's an old fucking fart just, he's an old fucking grump he's like yeah, us yeah <laughs> but back then when he's singing porch oh yeah. my god yep yep and then uh next i'm gonna end it with the next album, and that is Rear View Amira. Oh yeah, absolutely. The lyrics. Yep. The the guitar, the little bass, and just picks up, picks up. And when he when he says Rear View Mira, and you start understanding what he's been singing about, it's amazing. Oh. You, you bring up a great point. I think people think like, oh, Rear View Mira. Oh yeah, look, no. When you listen to what he is actually saying, especially that that blowout outro when he when when the band is is on clicking on all songs and he is singing his heart out you're like you get chills because you're like okay this is what we're talking about fucking legend all three songs these could that could easily be my three songs so i'm so glad i could tell you right off the bat no crossover on my list okay okay but those three could easily be mine all right buddy what do you got all right, so for me, I do this all the time whenever we do these. I, I kind of, just to make it a little bit more interesting and, and a little bit more difficult for me, I kind of have the self-imposed rule of one song per album. That's what I do, just to just to kind of mix it up. So um, for me, these are my top three. I, w- I was texting Zeus earlier, and I said, for some reason, this particular three for three, three of my favorite bands, this like clicked instantly for me. Um, I'm going to start right off with, a song that should have been on 10 and it was kind of recorded in that era, but became famous from the single soundtrack. And that is state of love and trust. Uh, just the really old school kick-ass upbeat Pearl jam. Again, Eddie Vedder out of his mind. Um, yep. Next the, tied tied for first for my favorite Pearl jam song. And like you said, with even flow a little bit cliche, but it's cliche for a reason, arguably one of my all time favorite guitar solos in the history of rock. And that's alive. It's the, I think it's the first song I remember hearing from them. I can't remember if it was even flow. I don't remember, but just to this day, especially that outro solo, just fucking epic. And my number one song off of an album that is definitely hot and cold and up and down and a little bit crazy, but it's probably my favorite Pearl Jam song. It comes off of Vitalogy and I'm going with Corduroy as my number one there. Um, yeah, shockingly, this was hard for me because I, I love Pearl Jam. I love even the weird stuff as they went later on. Even the most recent album, Gigaton, has a lot of good stuff on it. And it was painful for me to not pick something off of verses here. But when you're doing three off of a band like Pearl Jam, it can get tricky. So, yeah, I mean, again, I, I dude, I like two songs off a of Riot Act. I was going to yeah. think of Love yeah. Boat Captain or yeah. I Am Mine. Uh, yep. I, I could have went there. I could have yeah. went from Yield, which has got yep. a bunch oh, of songs that I really like. Yield is Yield is fucking in, incredible. In hiding and things like that. Yep. Yep. Or better man from Vitology, but 
whatever. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough when you're dealing with a, with bands like with these catalogs. And Breath was the other one I was thinking of. Yep. Yep. All right, Tom. Let's go to a band that we always go around the edges, but we never really talk about them directly, and that's Nirvana. Yep. So for me, I could take a bunch of deep cuts that you'd be like, what the fuck? I never even heard of that. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, oh, I don't want to overthink it. Yeah, I did that too. I tried not to get too clever, clever here. Yeah. So I'm going to go with, I can't, again, it's like saying I like appetite for destruction, but I'm not going to talk about welcome to the jungle. You can't right. not talk about it. So it smells like teen spirit. Yep. I know there's fatigue in there, but it's still, you can play that on your own. Listen to the fucking just the yep. guitar, the vocals, if you like his delivery, which I do, uh, the bass. And first of all, and Dave Grohl's drumming is just so underrated on this album. I'll tell you right now, for me, there's absolutely zero fatigue on that song. There's, yeah. there's, there are a few songs out there that are legendary that are, there's no fatigue. Smells like Teen Spirit is one of them. The thing about it is, Think about what the era was before that. Yep. Think about cherry pies. Oh, final countdowns. Think about uh, you know you give love, and then they Molly come out crew. with this. Like yeah. yeah, how completely different they are, and they're like, try this, and and your mind can be like, well, cheat. That's not like verse, chorus, verse, yeah. fucking huge chorus that we like and. Cl- it's different, but I fucking love it. What the fuck? Where did this come from? Yep. It's a completely different style, but if you're like us, you love it. Yeah. And, and they kind of love and, and, both. Yeah. And this was one of the first songs that really kind of put into the mainstream that quiet, loud, quiet, like that that, yes. the, that the 90s did. You got the you get the verses that are very kind of subdued and melodic. And then the and then the electric guitars kick in with the drums and his voice just takes off into another atmosphere. Yeah, and you, you got you, you you got one of the most insane chorus. The song, I don't care if you hate grunge, I don't care if you hate Nirvana. I don't I this is one of those songs like I just don't understand. Like if you're a fan you, of you're rock, begrudging it. You're like, I don't really like it. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, they destroyed the bands I like, like Torah Torah. I can't <laughs> like this song, even though it's fucking legendary. Oh, it's just it's completely different and original, and the lyrics are off the fucking charts because they're just so unique to everything else that was going around and big at the time. And, and it just changed everything. Yep. To me, it, it lives up to the hype. I agree. I I agree. And I look at it like staying alive. Yep. Disco. That's the quintessential song, but I can't hate disco. But I can't deny that song. Like oh, I, lo- I, I, I like I love that. I, mean? I, I love that soundtrack. I should I'm not, gonna, not I like it. I should not like that song. But I fucking can't help it. It's, it's just in, it's infectious. It's era changing. Yes, in pop culture, in music, in yep. style, in clothing. It changed everything. Staying alive. Same here. We're just wait until we do the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack on oh, album review crew. No, no. <laughs> Anyway, smells like Teen Spirits number one. Um, number two. Again, I don't want to overthink it, 
for me, a song that I just can't get enough of, and that is On a Plane. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. The lyrics of it are so, like, fucking clever and and just works. Dun, 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 dun. And then when he does that little bridge, somewhere I have heard this before. Yep. yep. In a dream, my memory store. And I'm felt some neutered so in spade. Good. And then he ends it with, what the hell am I trying to say? Which you're like, yes, exactly. What exact- the fuck are you talking about? I love and it. And he's being coy with you. And then dun, 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 dun. now it is that time to write off lines that don't make sense. Yep. Love myself better than you. I know it's wrong, but what should I do? Yeah. Dude, Janie Lane ain't writing lyrics like that. What are you talking about? Have you listened to I Saw Red? It's freaking, come on. What's the matter with you? Just, Uncle just, Tom's Cabin, don't put the bodies in the wishing well. I mean, come on, that's friggin' legendary. <laughs> Though I do like that song. I do too. <laughs> um, and I love the unplugged version of On a Plane. Fantastic, Next yes. and last, I'm gonna end with all apologies unplugged. The ah, unplugged okay. version is just that much better. And his voice, he's almost at the end of the set. It's just, it's hanging on by a thread and every word that he's singing. And when he's saying married, not Mary. Yep. Married. Married to yeah. big oily bonk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Married. <laughs> married. Yes. Married. Jeez. Married. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on getting real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well... I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack 
of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, uh, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash Pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. No, I, I I agree. My my only complaint I've always said about the Nirvana Unplugged is me personally too many too many off the rails like covers and weird weird shit. But that's Nirvana for you. All apologies is yep. just the lyrics again yeah. are it's yep. just brilliance brilliance. Yep. yep. So those are my three, and believe me, I, I'll I have to mention I could have taken I was thinking about taking Blue right off of the debut. It's fucking genius. I was thinking about taking even in his youth, which is on the singles, uh, the CD single of smells like team spirit. It's on a couple of different compilations, even in his youth. Um, and then there's also like stuff off the, the newer box set that they've done. Uh, they hung them on a cross. It's like a gospel tune that he does a version of that is just, uh, and here she comes is another one. Check those out, guys. You'd fucking love them. Yep. Those songs, uh, just completely different. But again, I, I think it would come across as pretentious. Oh, okay. You know, a song that's unreleased single, CD single. Like, you know, so. No, I, I know. With, I went with these. Okay. All right. Awesome. Uh, for me, I'm starting off with a deep cut off of an album that no one talks about. You just mentioned it, obviously, because you're a Nirvana fan. And that is the album Bleach. And a song that I think is just so fucking heavy and ahead of its time, and that is School. Yep, I and Zeus it. Zeus knew it. I was when he it. Yeah, yeah, when he's singing No Recess, oh, but just the way it starts, that guitar and that pummeling like vibe of that Don't song. Don't you believe it's just my love? Don't I mean, it's I mean, you, you, that's love. like real like punk grunge shit. Like that's not a user friendly song. Yeah, but. because they don't make it so that you're like it's pussy music, but yet there's yeah. pop part to it. Yep, and then the heavy part to it. Exactly. Too. Yep. Here's another song. Speaking of kind of deep cuts or demos or whatever, and this became popular in the '90s with all those compilations. There was a compilation called No Alternative. Yep. This song has actually two different names, depending on where you get it from. I discovered it on No Alternative as Verse, Chorus, Verse. But it's also released under Sappy. So however you want to refer it to when you look it up on Spotify or Apple Music, it's the same song to different titles. 
Yeah, it's funny. Remember when we years ago we did that thing with all the gang? Like, hey, yep. everybody send up, put in a song of a band that you think that people wouldn't believe that it's them. And I put this in. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Nice effort. Nice yep. effort. No, it's it's a it's a freaking great song, and it's just like, like, like you're in a laundry room, I think. Yeah. I still don't know what the hell he's saying, but yeah, I know. It's just so catchy. It's one of those songs, like when we talk about like Kiss outtakes and demos. It's like, how is this not on an album? It's such yeah. a great fucking tune. Exactly. Um, and then my number one again, like you, cliche, but I don't care. Fucking epic, and I'm not gonna try too hard to be clever. It smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah. I, I still love the song to this day. Every once in a while with certain bands, you kind of go through these cycles where for, you know, three, four, five days, you're just going to listen to nothing but like one band. Yeah. You know, it happens every once in yeah. a while. And last month or, you know, a month or two ago, for some reason, I started getting back into Nirvana. And I was listening to all their catalog and I was like, God damn, I know this song is overplayed and classic, but it's just fucking amazing. It's so good. Yeah. You know, what's great about it. It's like we experienced it. Exactly. Like it, it's our yep. thing. Yep. Gen, Gen X, we got the grunge thing. We were right smack dab in the middle when everything changed. Exactly. So, yep. I mean, to us, it holds a different place than most people. Yep. All right, Tom. Let's go now to Alice in Chains. You mean and- shout it out loud cast <laughs> Hall of Famer Alice in Chains? That's damn right. <laughs> so, for me, I could gone anywhere. And the funny thing is, when I realized this, I don't have any song off a studio album for them on my top three. Ooh, holy shit. What? Yeah. Wow. And you'll see why. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's awesome. Okay, so, great. Number one, and you you know I've been kind of uh, singing the praises for this song for years. And that's off of Sap. That's a song called Right Turn. Oh, yeah. And Amazing. it starts off with Jerry Cantrell, oh, then Lane Staley, I think, then Chris Cornell, and then Mud Honey's Mark Arm, and then it ends with everybody doing their part of the song in this harmony with Chris Insane. Cornell going yeah. off and Lane Staley going off. It's just a song. It's a vocal off. It's incredible. It's off a of sap. I fucking love it. Next, I can't deny it. It's it was number one for me for a little bit on album review crew, and that is no excuses. Yep, that is the legendary dual vocals of Cantrell and Lane Staley. The song kicks ass. It's sentimental to me. It makes me think of college, and it's an uplifting, more or less. Yep, Alice in Chains songs. The mm-hmm. lyrics are fucking great as well. Mm-hmm. And if you change, I'll love you anyway. I mean, it's just fantastic. So technically, those are EPs. I was going to say, you go with the EPs, greatest hits, and I know what number yep. one's going to be, but go ahead. Yeah, and number one, I take it off of the uh, Last Action Hero soundtrack or nice. the box set, and that is What the Hell Have I. Right. That fucking riff. Love it. God, love it in the chorus on that oh it's amazing oh my god this, don't, and don't, and don't, don't forget, and don't forget there's, a, there's another alice and chain song on that soundtrack too a little bitter about, yeah. yeah it's great so with aic i could have went anywhere angry chair um i i could have taken grind or heaven beside you from 
a three-legged dog, which I love. Over now, um, from Unplugged, I could have taken. Then I could have went into some newer shit. Check My Brain is fucking your decision. Yep. Those songs kick ass as well. Yep. So uh, Allison Chains has got an incredible body of work. And you could have gone anywhere with them. So yeah, same thing for me. I mean, there were there were songs that that rose to the top for me instantaneously. But for me, a- AIC could have been a, a dart throw, and I would have loved whatever three songs they were. Yeah. Uh, but for me, um, I always wave the flag of the William Duvall era of Alice in Chains. Those three albums are absolutely fucking almost perfect. All three of them. Yep. Like in- fucking incredible. Um, the middle one there, the Devil Put Dinosaurs here, the red album cover. Um, fucking incredible album, and there is a song on there called Scalpel, and that's making my list. Scalpel. It reminds me of what Jerry Cantrell's solo career was about to be. When you listen yeah. to like the the Brighton album or some of that stuff, yeah. it's heavy, but it's very, very melodic. Tons of acoustic guitars, but still real like heavy, like stomping Alice in Chains. Fucking great song. Uh, and of course, not going to get clever here. No excuses. Making my list. I could have gone with the unplugged or the studio version. Yeah. Um, but just fucking perfect song. We we gushed over this during yep. album review crew. Um, and again, speaking of gushing, another song that was album review crew, and this will always be my number one Alice in Chains, and that's off of Dirt and the single soundtrack, and that's Wood. Uh I just I, I love the the kind of like you know, smells like teen spirit, the way the chorus is just mm-hmm. very low and kind of you know, very calm, and then the chorus comes and it just blows up and just goes back to where it was, just but again. You you rolled off a ton of songs. I could have picked anything off of uh, those three William Duvall albums. Could have been anything. And then, you know, could have been Damn That River, Them Bones, Angry Chair. Neither one of us picked anything off a of facelift. Yeah. And I could have picked, you know, Sea of Sorrow, We Die we Young. We Die Young. Obviously. When, me, he, when he goes, ooh. ooh. <laughs> it's like almost like the almost human ooh. intro. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. It's just, just a, a, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I, I, I now I'm looking at these. I mean, I'm like, what the fuck? Where would I go? I if I took Allison Chains number one or Nirvana or or Pearl Jam, it wouldn't make a difference to me. All three of these would could be number one easily. Okay. okay. But the way I'm gonna pick this is who has what's the best song of these? The best song on all of these is still smells like teen spirit. Yep. And then I'm not losing anything by taking on a plane in all apologies. So there's not like, yeah, this third song is not as good. No, they're all there. Yep. So I'm going number one would be Nirvana. Number two, I'm going to go with Alice in Chains for his diversity. Yep. And number three, you know, which is right next to number one would be Pearl Jam. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I can't argue with any of that. I mean, I know Nirvana is kind of the one that you lean heavily on. Uh, for me, uh, I'm going to put Nirvana at number three. I like Nirvana. I don't love the songs that I love from them. I love. Yeah. Um, my one and two is very, very difficult because I feel like my early years, I was very, 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 very Pearl Jam heavy. And for I don't know what's going on in my older years here, but I spend so much time. I think Alice in Chains may have been the third or fourth most listened to band, according to Spotify, for 2023, which is fucking incredible. Well, I don't and, listen to Spotify, so I can't tell them that. No, but I'm just saying, like, like it, it keeps yeah. all the all, all the stats on it. And, and at the end of the year, it kind of gives you the Spotify rap that I think Pearl Jam, uh, Alice in Chains was like four or five, whatever. But anyways, I'm going to put Pearl Jam at number two. 
And I'm going to go with Allison Chains at number one. But again, you can't go wrong yeah. with anything here. Anything here. If if somebody told me that, you know, it's Nirvana number one, great. I love all those songs. So you can't lose with this. And that's the great thing about these. Yeah, Tom, the only thing I would I would say is I'm exactly like you. Yeah. As I've got older, I've gone away more from Pearl Jam and yep. way more into Alice in Chains. Yep, me too. Yeah. Right. And I think and I think that the only thing I can think of for that is I think there was a ton of fatigue early on with Pearl Jam, especially those first three albums where I still love them, but I'm like, I don't really need to listen to that now. And, and so, then their and then the discography gets a little bit kind of goofy and up and down later on. Yeah. And so the funny thing is Nirvana's dead. Yeah. Um, Alice in Chains is alive, but yep. very different from what they originally were. The only one that's really been the same kind of band pearl jam is pearl jam yep yet the one that i probably that i lean towards the least would be pearl jam because they've changed their sound well to me the problem with pearl jam is i think it's become less of a band and i feel like it's an eddie vetter i feel like it's i I feel like it's eddie vetter featuring pearl jam the last few albums yeah which which isn't bad but i feel like those first few albums was Stone Gossard and Jeff Ament and Eddie Vedder writing songs. And it was a band. And I know that they still are doing all that collaboration, but I feel like these last few albums, it's just, it's, it's, it's an Eddie Vedder project. Yeah. And you he's know? more, he's got his quirks and his yep. favorites and, yep. and it's been different, but yep. uh, yeah, nineties grunge, get used to it. We're going to be talking about it more and more, especially this year. That's right, baby. Well, till next time. Peace out, Girl Scout.